Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugar Craft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. This episode we'll be introducing each other and the podcast so you know what to expect each episode along with a few regular features that we're going to be doing every time so stay tuned shall we crack on let's do it <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing that we're going to discuss every week is new things so this is new products coming out and uh, what is new in the sugar craft world so we've had a little look online um <laughs> and this is what we found so um, there's a new flour paste by the, the company sugar. does the sugar, the sugar paste, paste, and it's called the flour paste. Um, I haven't tried it. Have you tried it? Nope. I haven't tried the sugar paste either, actually. Oh, I have tried the sugar paste. Oh, That's, did you like that? Mm, I like it, but I can't use it. it <laughs> it's a really nice paste. The price is fine. I bought it at a show. I think I got five kilograms for, I think it was like £10 or something. It was ridiculously oh, okay. cheap, That's, and it yeah. was very heavy to carry home. Yeah. <laughs> But, public transport yeah, yeah it gives a beautiful covering it tastes nice but oh my god it's so hard i literally couldn't need it i had to break it down the packets are probably not quite maybe they're kilogram packets they're quite small i think oh, okay um but i had to break them down into pieces literally the size of my hand even the size of my fist the size of my palm to be able to knead it not even need color into it just be able to knead really? it oh, so yeah. i do tend to do that anyway no, I, I literally couldn't make it move otherwise. So I think in winter, absolutely not. In the height of summer, it might be good because it will be that much It's got a bit more stretch warmer. to it. Yeah, it's, it's got a bit more stretch to it. And also yeah. my hands are very, very cold. So yeah, <laughs> you might have warmed up with the summer. <laughs> yeah, might have. So I can't normally need things. So I liked it, but I wouldn't use it because it, it made my hands hurt and made my wrists ache before I'd even managed to cover like a six inch cake. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll, come, we'll come back to your uh, favourite go-to paste then. Yes. But yeah, I've not tried the um, the flour paste. No, um, I don't think it's been out that long. The recommended retail price is two seventy five, so that seems seems mm. fair. Yeah, that's actually, that's really good. Mm. How much do you get for that? Do you know? Mm, no. Let me, <laughs> let me check online while... Uh, I would sing, but um, yeah. <laughs> we'll lose everyone yeah. so quickly. Yeah. What else have we got coming out? There's um, Sugar Flare, isn't there? So they've got some um, new dusts. Yeah, you showed me this. So is it new colours or just new, new sizes? Or? There's new colours. There's a, an electric blue. Um, there's a, There seems to be quite a few nice new colours. Um, but there are 20, 25 gram pots. Oh, that's so they're quite big. Yeah. Yeah. Other than the, the, the two gram ones that we're used to. Um, which I generally knock across the floor or something, um, <laughs> and uh, and and just have a wash with yeah. colour across my face. So they're a little bit more sturdy, which is good. So I found the flower paste. Well done oh, for well done. that time. Uh, <laughs> there's lots of different options. So this is being sold by the cake decorating company. I believe it's their own brand. Um, two hundred and fifty grams is meant to be two seventy five. They're currently selling at one ninety nine. Or you can buy a kilogram packet for six seventy five, which the recommended retail price is nine ninety nine. Oh, it's not. Um, yeah, okay. Or you can buy bundles and buy three packs of one kilogram or six packs of one kilogram. Oh, so right. So you can buy it in bulk then. Mm. That's lots quite... of different options. Yeah, that's quite good. Yeah. So I'd be interested to try it. I don't think I would order it online because you'd have to pay postage and. 
unless there was other stuff I wanted, I might put it in with an order. But it's yeah. not something I don't think I'll be able to. I don't think I'd be able to find it in my local shop because it is a cake decorating company brand, as far as I know. I think it's their own. So you've brand. got to go so to them to get it. You'd have to go to them to get it, yeah, yeah, yeah. or to a show. So we shall see. Oh, we need a show to go to. Oh, what's <laughs> coming up? <laughs> Maybe we need to try a few new products. Yeah, that would be good. Um, what else did we find? So um, PME have got some new paints. Yes, again, they're um, they they're metallics. There's so. been a few paints released in the last few years. It seems to have been the latest thing, doesn't it? Yeah, but I'd, I think they've got a long way to go to get something decent. I've, yeah. I always find that when you paint, you can only go in one direction. Oh, really? Because if you go back on itself, it wipes it off. So Sweet Sticks ones are good for that. They're Australian, but they're stocked by Fabricake in the UK. Okay. Um, oh, that's probably worth mentioning. Me and, In case you can't guess, me and Sam are both based in the UK. So... Oh. <laughs> We've, we haven't done our introductions yet. No, no. So a lot of what we're going to do is from a UK point of view. But obviously, you're welcome to listen from anywhere. Um, <laughs> if you can put up with us. Yeah, and understand us. So the metallic paints, yeah, Sweet Sticks, they're based in um, Australia, but yeah. they're stocked all over the world. And they have paints that I believe they're alcohol-based, um, but you can water them down and use them like watercolours. You can paint over it and layer them up. So they're oh, so pretty good, good like that. Do you need to paint and then leave them to dry? And then repaint. Yes, you can't paint over it while it's wet, but yeah. you can layer them while they're when it's dried. Oh, that's quite yeah, good. Yeah, and you can get some really nice effects with them. And the colour range is brilliant. They're not just metallics; they're oh, mattes okay. as well. I tend to be a very basic person and just use dusts and yeah. dusts and glaze is yeah. my um, go-to at the minute. Yeah, I tend to use dusts and um, like lemon extract, some kind of food extract yeah, yeah, yeah. that's alcohol-based. Does does that when it dries? Does that just go back to a dust? No, it locks it in, and it allows oh. you to paint over. Which is yeah, that's why I don't like using alcohol because if you use alcohol, once it dries, you it touch it to and a it's dust. dust again, and you've ruined it. Yeah. So if you use like a lemon extract or vanilla extract or whatever it is, obviously probably not vanilla because it will be a funny colour, but yeah, a clear yeah. alcohol-based food flavouring that seems to lock the colour in, and it doesn't seem to taste bad either. Like it's not like you've licked the bottle of food flavouring. <laughs> <laughs> It tastes fine, but obviously you need to like match it to a flavour that's going to go all right with your cake. So, yeah. oh, that's that's really good to know because mm. I've I've always gone to confectioners glaze, but that ruins your brushes, though, doesn't it? Well, yeah, you've got to wash them out properly. Yeah, yeah. you can't just go to the sink. You need a, a rejuvenator. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, to clean them. But I'm good girl. I do do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so good. I put them down and then I forget. <laughs> so yes, yeah. PME have new metallic paints. Um, <laughs> We found 20 mil, 4.95, so a fair yeah. amount. Yeah. Well, I suppose, I mean, a lot of these things that we buy, they last for ages. Yeah. And you don't need a huge amount to do yeah. a lot of stuff. So. Which is why I'm not really sure about the giant tubs of food colouring from... The dust. Sugar? The dust, yeah. Like, I have barely finished one of the small tubes of sugar, of, um, sugar flare dust colours ever. The only oh, ones really? I've ever finished have been leaf colours, so moss green and something like that, where I've had to make a massive spray and make hundreds of leaves. Other yeah. than that, I really don't think I've finished anything ever. Yeah, I probably have, but mine's probably come from a a retail use. Yes, yeah, yeah, or for classes yeah. or for something like that. So yeah. I'm not sure there's really a need for a massive tub, unless you're in production mm. or you're or you specialise in one thing like your Alan Dunn. Maybe you, you just like to decorate flowers. yourself. Yes. Yes, <laughs> or your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> like to throw dust all over the floor yeah. every now and then. Or... 
Put it on the walls. Yeah. It's lovely. <laughs> yes. Uh, right, what else did we find that was new? So Katie Sue has got a new collection out, Quest for the Sea. So this oh, is a collection of moulds. I am a lover of Katie Sue moulds. Yeah, she does do a good mould, Katie Sue, doesn't yep. she? And they do come out with some really good, up-to-date moulds, I think. Yes. Um, they're, um, they're really, yeah, I really do like them. Yeah. Especially the undersea, that seems very in. Mm. And they, um, because a few years ago, they bought out all of their, their other um, sea moulds. Yes, I think I've got one of them with shells and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got one with kind of um, waves that you can go around the edge of your, oh, okay. uh, around the edge of the cake. So to trim it off instead of using ribbon or, yeah, or that's nice. balls or whatever yeah. that you like to put around your cake. But um, no, I think that would really complement what they've already bought yeah. out. They seem to start from about nine ninety nine and go up to sixteen ninety nine, yeah. and you've got things like ancient columns. So if you imagine sort of um, like Greek or Roman buildings with the big yeah. columns, that sort of thing, ropes and knots, chains. So it is more sort of the Neptune, yeah, Greek gods. Yeah, the, the, the problem is they're a real investment. Mm. I mean, they'll last you. Yeah, but if you are just making the one off cake, it's quite an investment. It is, but make... then do you really need the mould if you're only making it once? Like, a lot of the time, it's a nice-to-have, isn't it? It's not something that you actually require. Yep. You could put the effort in and probably mould it yourself. Or you make could. Or it yourself. Yeah, yeah. It, the, it might be the, the... You might invest in the mermaid, say, and yeah. the Neptune, but, you know, yeah. you can make a clamshell or something or... Yeah. Um, yeah, what you really need is a group of people where you've kind of like you pull your stuff don't you yeah or if you're buying it for one thing in particular you know it's not something you're regularly going to use sell it on yeah yeah sell it on to someone else we've got what else is there there's some coins uh anchors sea monster tentacles a clamshell which is sort of the two sides of a shell with a pearl in the middle uh neptune who's standing up with his oh his trident his, i was gonna say his big fork <laughs> I knew that wasn't the right word. Uh, <laughs> For my dinner. Yes. Uh, there's a close-up of Neptune, like a bust, a head with the trident. And there is a swimming mermaid. So, yeah. Lots of nice designs in varying sizes there. And plenty you could do with it as well. So, yes. you just got to use your imagination. Yes. And the other thing we found was um, the PME crystal cake boxes. So, we had a little discussion about Ooh, these before yeah. we started Yeah, jury's recording. out a bit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Who will use them? Well, that is the question, isn't it? Yeah. Because I I buy the cardboard ones. I buy them in bulk. Yep. I would probably not even consider buying an individual plastic box. I'd be worried about how it's held together. Um, yeah. The plastic boxes I've had before have been cupcake, individual cupcakes, and I barely use them. And the bottom kind of folds and tucks in together. And I think if you yeah. had something heavy in it, it might push that out. If, yeah. if that's how they've done the bottom, I don't know. Um Mm, why yes. Why are we buying plastic boxes when you don't really need one? And we're trying to reduce plastic? Yeah. Yeah, we're not quite sure about that one. Yeah, not really sure where no. they're going. I mean, it looks nice as a gift, but how and often... what happens if you kind of accidentally touch the side of it? Yeah. You've now got a nice smudge down the side of your beautiful cake box that you're going to use once. Yeah, yeah. Even if I they are it's... reusable, I don't think they will be reused because you're not likely to go, oh, here, here's a present I made you. Can I take the box back? Yeah. Not right now. Yeah. And clean yeah. it and take it home. Yeah. So. And how many people gift-wrapped their cakes? Yeah, I don't really think it's a, <laughs> a done thing usually, is it? No, so. no. You, you know, if you've got someone making a cake for you, they turn up and they would deliver it, unpack it probably yeah. for you and display it. Yeah. But other than that, you know, unless you're doing it yourself... 
Um, but would you still gift wrap it? No. I mean, I've done cakes as presents before, and I've basically put wrapping paper on the lid, sort of cut out a square of wrapping paper and stuck it to the lid, so it looks yeah. like it's Job a bit done. more fancy. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't really think that... It's not something I'll be buying. I'm not sure. No. Maybe there's something we've missed. Maybe there is a use that we haven't really thought of. Well, people can always let us know yeah. if they think they're going to use... Maybe it's for fairs and that sort of thing. Like if you were doing... Yeah, I suppose if you can do fair, a giveaway. Yeah, or a giveaway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something that you're going to raffle or... On the day, yeah, yeah. yeah. So people can see what they're getting and they can't touch it. That could be a good thing, yeah. But, but it's still a single-use yeah. Mm, yeah. product. Yeah, it's quite niche as well, isn't it? I think jury's out of it on those. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is there anything else that we've um, we've got on our list? That is it, I believe. Uh-huh. Ah. So, <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? Well, it's half term this week, so I've got three kids at home that are driving me insane. Nice. Um, They'll yes. be glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, one of them was uh, trying to sing for us. That's, that's just not going to happen. Um, and uh, um, I had some friends over, and um, and I've just generally been trying to chase up sorting out uh, the remains of my shop. Okay. So, um, but we'll involved? come back. To, we're okay. okay. <laughs> Do you want me to go into a quick little um, overview of what you've been doing then? Okay, so quick overview. I, I had a shop, I've closed it in December and now I've just spent all of my time trying to uh, uh, chase up um, the council and um, the various other people that I need to, um, that will allow me to close the shop um, whilst liaising with the people who are now in my shop. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> tying it, up a lot of admin loose ends. Basically, it's a lot of admin. It's a lot of admin. Is it worse than um, when you opened it? Yes, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not too bad. Everybody's very cooperative, but yeah. processes just seem to take so long. Yeah, um, and it only takes one person to be away for a couple of days, and you almost set back a few weeks. Yeah, so it, it's it's a slow process, but we're getting there. And um, and I'm hoping that you know I might be able to finish it up. The, the end of the financial year is my aim <laughs> <laughs> to be shop free. Yeah, <laughs> in every single aspect. I don't I don't want to uh, you know um, be too enthusiastic and for it to be done next week mm. because so far uh, that's not come to plan. So you know, okay. end of March. Let's be realistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You never Let's know. So. What have you been up to then? Um, I have been making some faux food. So I've got a demonstration oh. I'm doing in Sutton um, at the beginning of March. So I'll send more details later. Um, but it's faux food and I've only ever done, it's a takeaway, Chinese takeaway. I've only ever done it as a workshop before and this time it's a demonstration. So I need to think of more to fill out the time because if I'm doing a demo, I can do a lot more than if I was doing a workshop. I'd roughly do half to a third of the amount in a workshop compared right. to a demo so there's a lot of time that I need to fill up so I've been trying to make other food things so I've been taking <laughs> screenshots of Chinese takeaways my phone's full of them <laughs> trying to look at all the veg and the meat and what it actually looks like and yeah what components what well, you know what ingredients there are and trying to make replicas it's, of them it's actually it's really interesting in how much work goes into the background yes of actually just developing a class or a demonstration yeah. or a, a workshop yeah and it's so much more than anyone actually thinks because you've got that time yeah so i've been doing that and then i've been making samples so everything that i've made i've kept one off and stuck it on a board partly to remind, remind me what it looks like and what i need to make i'm and slightly concerned you've got around. you've got samples everywhere. <laughs> not that kind of sample 
we're knocking over any pots. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been doing that. Um, I also did a workshop at Tunbridge Wells on Monday night. So was it good? Ago. That was good, yeah. Excellent. Uh, we did little tattoo cutouts. That was fun. I um, love the tattoo cutouts, yeah, Erica. They're great. Um, we'll post something in the show notes so you can find a link to them. Um, and I went to a really good exhibition yesterday at the Maritime Museum in Greenwich on space photography with one of my friends who's a teacher. So we can Very do nice. stuff in school holidays. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a luxury. It is, yeah. So yeah, that was really, really good actually. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I can recommend it. Oh. So that was very enjoyable. Hmm. I might have to go. Yeah. It's it's really nice actually. There's really, really good pictures. They've got some Northern Lights ones. They've got ones <gasps> of, you know, when you think of like a galaxy or that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. thing. It's quite amazing how they've managed to take photos. Do you go and instantly look at anything and go, oh, how can I do that in cake? Or how can I do that in sugar? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of it doesn't look real, though. A lot of it looks like it's from sci-fi films or it's from... It's been CGI'd, but this is real, real oh, photographs. Right. So I don't know which has inspired which. Is it, oh, okay. is it the real photographs that inspired the movies or have the movies yeah. kind of inspired people to look for that in their photography? Oh, I don't know. Ooh, sounds quite interesting, mm. though. It was very good, actually. The photos were really good. And they've got a section that kids have done as well. They're oh, really? amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's when you walk in and go... I couldn't do yeah. that. No, old, are you sure? <laughs> so yeah, that is what I've been up to. Um, cool. You've also got the Cake Professionals Conference coming up, haven't you? I do. I'm very excited. I went to last year's Cake Professional Conference. I've never been. Oh, it, it's worth it. Last year was the very first year. Mm. It was fantastic. Um, it was so nice because everybody came together. There was no no one trying to sell you anything. Um, I got a nice massage while oh. I was there. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, before we started, we all oh. got a little massage time. And um, the food was lovely. The people were lovely. It was so nice to go somewhere. And it's a bit bizarre because I do walk into a room and know a lot of people now. Yeah, yeah. But... Actually, everyone was chatting to everyone. Everyone oh, sat nice. down together at lunchtime, yeah. and they had some brilliant people um, that were that were there. We had a guy there that talked us through how to f- photograph your cakes. Okay. Now on your on your phone, yeah, which, which is, is what good, we all do. yeah, because I've lost all ability to use a camera now. Um, well, I, I just can't just... be bothered. Like, I, I don't object to taking a picture on the camera. It's the uploading it to everything because yeah, to get yeah. it from your your camera onto Instagram is actually quite a long process. And until recently, it wasn't even available on yeah. desktop. Whereas on your phone, yeah, instant. it's like instant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so so that was that was really cool. That was really interesting. Um, and there was there was just so much to um, to glean from it and. Okay. You came away very inspired. Mm. So this year they've got their first awards yes, night. I've seen. Um, which of course is very exciting because I get to dress up uh, and wear a dress. Um, <laughs> because I don't. <laughs> and um uh so so I've I'm venturing into the unknown and getting my nails painted. Uh, which is also very exciting, as any cake decorator will know. Yeah, because I don't have um, nails. No, well, I don't have nails, um, although I was told that they were okay. <laughs> well, that's a compliment. Your nails are all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they usually, I get to the point and then I just cut them all off. Yeah. So I'm trying desperately hard not to cut them, even though they're absolutely terrible. Um, so, so yes, that's... Uh, that's how can I say that that's really exciting? It uh, is. It, it <laughs> is for you. It is when you don't, when you don't do your nails. Yeah. 
so yeah so this year we've got um quite a few people that are that are there um to natalie porter's going to be there talking about finance and um uh who else have we got i can't even remember who i'm actually going to see which is really pants isn't it (laughs) (laughs) when is it it's the beginning of march isn't it? it is monday the 2nd of march yes because that's why i'm not going because i'm away and i get back that day so i can't go this year either oh it's at the majeski stadium in reading Okay. Um, I think it's running from about 10 to 4.30. Okay. And it's run by Christine and Phil Jensen from oh, Gaborian. So I love them. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love them. They are so lovely. Yeah. Um, I, I just, it's, I mean, I've been watching all their Facebook lives that they've oh, been okay. doing. Um, they're worth going to uh, mm. going to watch. Um, okay. So you can just link on to them yeah. uh, through Facebook. Um, and, and there's just so much that you know you do really feel part of a community. Yeah, when which you I go think there. is lacking because so often you're working from home by yourself and you have no network. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That. And there's a and there has been quite a lot of I know this, but I'm not going to tell you because yes, it's my secret. Yeah why yeah there's room for everyone actually why so yeah so as a result of coming back from there last year i set up a cake group Mm. of local cake makers okay and we up until closing the shop we used to meet up in the shop uh try to use uh, meet up um once every month or so Mm. um just just either for a coffee yeah um to know that there's someone else out there that you can talk to (laughs) to complain about customers that (laughs) you always have trouble with um to just find out you know what someone else has done and how how did they do that yeah you know and it it was really good and i've got to sort out my next meeting because obviously it's not going to be at the shop yes i've got to find a (laughs) venue um, and I do have um, people from the group that are badgering me <laughs> currently to try yeah. and set it up. So it is on my to-do list. Okay. Yes. So that what else have we got going on? Um, <laughs> that's about it for now, I think. Oh, do you think we should introduce ourselves then? Do our little um, do it's our little interviewing. interviewing. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? Okay. So, who's going first, Erica? <laughs> well, am I asking you the questions then? Yeah, go on then. Are you sure? <laughs> Well, them. <laughs> hang on, I folded them up. They're here. Oh, there you go. Okay, so we thought it'd be good practice to practice interviewing each other because at some point we will have some guests on. So I'm going to interview Sam so we can know a bit more about each other because I don't know the answers to all these questions. Hopefully she does. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners? Oh, okay then. Um, my name is technically Samantha, but there's not many people that call me that other than my parents, usually when I'm being told off. So mm-hmm. Sam, and probably gathered already, I am mum of three kids. Uh, one's 15, one's 13, one's 11. They take up most of my time, my extra time. Yeah, generally being a busy taxi service seems to be the run of the mill. Up until December, I was owner of Cake Innovations um, Limited, which was based in Gravesend in Kent. And that had been running quite successfully for six years, but I just decided that it was the time, it was time to shut the shop. So what did the shop do? The shop, so the shop, it was a sugar craft shop it supplied tools and equipment and icing and everything that you would want in a little mine of uh, of sugar craft. Um, I had a cake studio uh, where we ran classes. I brought in tutors to to teach, didn't mm. I, Erica? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and and then and I would do some teaching from that as well and I used to do a lot of cakes I did a lot of theatre cakes and I did wedding cakes and celebration cakes there's only so much time that you can spend doing all of those three things and managing the shop yeah there's so much more online purchasing nowadays mm. that it was becoming more and more difficult Someone wanted to come into the shop and take it over as it was and not as a sugar craft shop, I have to say, okay. as a flooring shop. Uh, and and it, the time was right. Okay. The time was right. I now have some freedom and I can come Yay. out and do this. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into sugar craft? I grew up in a, in a house of sugar. Both my mum and my aunt were cake decorators. Oh, okay. What, professionally um, or hobbies? or? My aunt was professional. Her and my mum would would be making cakes, and I would be the child that grows up with runouts drying in the bedroom. <laughs> you know, top of the wardrobe. Yeah. Most people have, you know, all these other kind of glamorous things in their bedroom. I have runouts. Um, so, so, but but I wasn't interested. It wasn't oh, really? anything. And nuisance. It was. It was always in the way. You couldn't do anything, could yeah. you? Because you know you can't knock anything. Um, it has become really interesting to look back to see how they. They made things mm. um, that was totally different to what we do now. And then it wasn't until I started having kids. And I think a lot of people probably get into mm. cakes because they have kids. And it kind of fits within that school time. Yeah, I had my mum who made cakes um but they were quite traditional and she never really she was a real royal icer mm. so she never really kind of um accepted the whole fondant thing oh, really was it yeah it was, it was too, a, yeah very modern a bit too, yeah. too far and it was a bit painful you know because she yeah. had to get this nice finish and, and she could spend ages royal yeah. icing and she was quite happy doing that and uh, and i had a friend who's a pastry chef yeah and she enjoyed cake making but she would do something a bit more modern yeah so it was a bit of a tussle between oh who do i get to make the kids cakes <laughs> and, um, and, and and from that point i was like oh well maybe i'll have a dabble yeah maybe i have a dabble and i did and it the rest is history so did you do any classes or did you just go straight from making to buying books and I don't think I even bought books. I don't know what. <laughs> I just started people that you knew. Yeah, I just, I tell you what, um, probably one of my first books that I bought was Debbie Brown. Yeah. I, I think, think most she's a real start with a Debbie yeah. Brown book. Debbie Debbie Brown and uh, Lindy Smith. Yes, they're they're my kind of first go to books. Yeah. and Debbie was excellent at doing like little figures and things yes. and, and really lovely kids cakes. Yeah, as well. yeah, really yeah. She cakes. does. So so that's probably where my initial inspiration came from. Mm, okay. um, and just playing around because I kind of liken uh, sugar paste to play doh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It is basically. Yeah. If you enjoy play as a kid, you'll like sugar yeah, paste. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can eat sugar paste. Yeah, yeah. You know, even better. Yeah. You can probably eat play doh, but it's not recommended. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, what's life like outside the sugar craft? Then, obviously, we've heard about three kids. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it, really. So, other than belonging to the Gravesend Sugar Craft Guild, okay, for which I am treasurer. I spend most of my life running up and down the A2 to Canterbury, taking my son to football twice a week and matches on Sundays. <laughs> also matches on Saturdays as well. So, you know, um, I'm quite overly dominated by football in my spare time. Um, you know, and socialising is quite a good, it's quite a good way to go. Yeah. Really. What's your favourite medium or skill to use? What is the one thing that you love the best? 
Mediums. Like, what do you mean by medium? Not like, you know, Mystic Meg. Um, <laughs> we are talking sugar paste, buttercream, royal icing, ganache. I, I like sugar paste mm. because you can do so much with it. But I love royal icing. Okay. I love... The trouble is no one wants a royal icing cake now because they take so long. So the only time I get to make a nice royal ice cake is for uh, my family. Yeah. Um, because I can spend as much time as I like doing that. And that's fine. But I do love... <laughs> This is going to sound. Now I'm going to go through all of them, but I do love modelling as well. Yeah, I and think I do you, I love think flowers. You as a modeler more than I do as someone who does royal lighting. I do. You yeah. see, I think I think royal lighting is my like hidden passion, yeah, secret. That I don't. Yeah, that <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that I don't get to do very often. Yeah. Okay. I love modelling, and I, uh, I love modelling because I like to just have a piece of paste and play around with it and see what yeah. you can do with it if you've got the right paste. Yeah. If you're working with the wrong paste, if you're trying to do something with fondant and it's not happening, it's because it's too soft. So you need the right paste. And and that's got to be the right, right one for your hands. Yeah. As we were discussing earlier. Yeah. And I also love doing flowers. So there's not a lot you don't like really, is there? Yeah, no, not really. Well, yeah, I do dislike baking. Oh, I hate baking. <laughs> yeah. This is unusual. I don't really I, meet anyone who hates baking I as really? well. I really hate it. God, oh, no. it's awful. It's like, it's like cutting the grass. I yeah, just, I don't like there's it. There's no joy in it. It just needs doing. That's so, the mess. <laughs> what's, what's the best class you've taken? This is participated sh- on sh- and taught. Oh, I was saying participated on, but if you want to go talk, go talk. <clears throat> if we're talking about participated on, yeah. Just because she's been down to me so many times, mm. it has to be Zoe's Fancy Cakes. Okay. Uh, I've done so many modelling classes with her, but that's because I've had her host yes. my classes. Um, and I just love the way that she creates, comes up with ideas. Yeah, her designs are really, really lovely, aren't they? And um, they're versatile. Yes. And you can move, you know, you can see how you could use something, mm. do it for something else. And I think although she's got style, she has a big variety of designs within that style. It's not... Yeah the same face or the same yeah yeah you know, the same person every single time it's... yeah 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 love it love it i'm looking forward to seeing lots more of her male classes yes coming on and and the other one that i really really enjoyed recently was mark suarez okay um and his work is just fantastic he's hilarious as well so what did he t- teach he taught gravity defying donuts yeah and he did an amber geode uh, wedding cake um both of which you never think that you're going to learn a new technique you think that you might go on to something i mean he he was down to me so i i'm going to go on to his class yeah. because i flew him over from spain yeah and i wasn't sure that i was going to learn something new yeah especially when but, you can look at something and think well i know how i'd make yeah. it but it blows you away sometimes you think why didn't i just do that or you know i didn't realize that you could do xyz yeah so that's that's quite cool there's um, always something new to learn isn't there, there is always something new and i always end up talking about teaching classes i always end up teaching flowers you've kind of answered this already but what's your what's your most used cake tools or gadget <laughs> <laughs> did i mention it um i think that might be my dresden <laughs> you worn it out yet <laughs> is it broken mm, no not yet no but i do have a lot of them so do you have the gem one or the pme of course i have both <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay <Obviously> question. 
<laughs> yeah, see, I like to use the PME one for me modelling and the gem one for my flowers. I think that is my probably go-to tool as well. Yeah, I don't know anybody that doesn't love their Dresden. No. <laughs> and yet it's probably not the first thing that you buy, is it? No, which is foolish. Yeah. <laughs> um, KitchenAid or Kenwood? Kenwood. That was very decisive. <laughs> uh, what was the first cake you've ever made? Well, that has to go back to making cakes for my kids, doesn't it? So mm. um, I made, and I'm sure it might have been out of a Debbie Brown book, I honestly can't remember, um, a scribble pad. A scribble pad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a note so, pad? Yeah. <laughs> How easy. <laughs> was sugar pasted, I take it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was literally rectangular cake covered in uh, covered in paste and then score it around the edge yeah. probably didn't own a dresden at that you can time use the back of a knife for that can't you yeah i I, I do i'm quite um if i can get away with using something around the kitchen then i will but yeah so just marking the lines and then um put little holes across the top yeah and i think i used licorice laces ah. That's a good idea. Just to make binder. the little binder bit. And um, and then, sorry. <laughs> Did you get the microphone? <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at this. I'm, yeah, I'm moving my hands all over the place. And then what I liked about it the best is I could sit and flick food colour <laughs> over the top of that it. That just sounds like fun. Because, yeah, because it was to represent a child's drawing. Yes. So I got a paintbrush with a few bits of food colouring in and just like went all over the top of it and oh. flicked the paint. Perfect. That's my ideal style of a cake, really. <laughs> to make a mess yeah yeah uh, what's your favorite cake you've made oh i've got two that i really really enjoyed making yeah um but not the sort of thing that i would necessarily do um so one of them uh, was making chitty chitty bang bang as in a, a model of as in it was out of cake yeah um but it wasn't one. yeah 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 um and and uh, for me cars are just out of my comfort zone completely yeah i i hate making cars but i love making to be in the mood <laughs> yeah i loved making chitty chitty bang bang absolutely loved it was that for the theater yeah 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 um and the other one that i did was another one that was carved yeah um, I really don't like doing calf cakes. Maybe you um, secretly do. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I hate them. But 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 I think Chitty was quite a basic shape. You know, think yeah, of a sausage. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's you know, um, and the other one was was a, a, a British Airways plane. But again, it was a sausage. Yeah. You know, but they came. I think it was because they came out so well. Yeah. That they, you know, I think, I think I surprised myself. You can really enjoy making something, and then you look at the end result, and the end result doesn't match at all how much you've enjoyed making it, and yeah. you feel a bit disappointed, and you're like, oh, yes, that's not, doesn't really match up to what I thought it was. Yeah, your be. expectations. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was, they, they were good. Yeah, I enjoyed. How did we meet? Because we don't really know the answer to this, and we decided we'd wait to discuss it until we were record. Well, wait to discuss it when we we're recording. Yeah. Well, it wasn't through a smoke-filled room. <laughs> across, across a bar. No. We think it was probably through the British Aircraft Guild, so me and Sam are both members of different branches. Yeah. Can I ask you some questions now? You can. Can I? You can. Okay. So how... My my questions are a lot more basic, because <laughs> you're, you may understand soon that <laughs> I'm much more basic. Um, how would you describe yourself in three words? Um, I'm usually happy. Mm-hmm. I'd say creative definitely and then the third one i've kind of struggled with because it's something to do with like movement <laughs> and I, I was like, 
I was going to put move a bit. That makes no sense whatsoever. It's not really a word in any context. And then I was like, oh, maybe dance, but it's not all dance. I just like movement. Do you want to I, explain? Yeah. Explain. I'll let you have a few more than three words. Okay, so <laughs> a bit of background to this movie bit. Um, I I did a lot of sport when I was little. I did um, a lot of gymnastics. I did squats um, all through primary school. I gave up when I went to secondary school. I was doing 18 hours a week when I gave up. Um, wow. I did ballet, um, Irish dancing, trampolining. I've always done sort of acrobatic type stuff along with dance yeah and I just like the feeling of movement and that kind of okay it so, sounds gonna be really odd looks but maybe if you have done dance or gymnastics you understand what I mean like yes. I can't describe it in any other way no no <laughs> no fair enough so so moving from school then what did you do what when I left school yeah when you when you talk about like the movement and you did you carry on with your gymnastics and stuff uh no so I left when I I I stopped gymnastics when I left primary school because it was just too much and I was getting scared um <laughs> it was kind of like you have to do backflips on the beam I was like oh, I don't want to if I land on my head yeah yeah that's scary and it was yeah it was getting to the point where it was getting too scary for me um I yeah I did trampolining through school I did PE for like GCSE and A level so we had to do certain sports. Um, there wasn't many of us. We had a team sports, and our team sport was badminton. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> there was five of us, and we had to be able to have a team and someone sort of okay. to adjudicate. So it basically was a sport that you did pairs in. Okay. Um, so I had to do badminton because I was crap at it. I was told I needed to go in for do it outside of school. So I did that. <laughs> um, I, yeah, left school, got a job in the NHS I still work there now um different job same company effectively uh-huh same employer and I've so, always yes. done some kind of dance yeah I was gonna say you better tell us about the um the movement stuff that you do now that I see on your Instagram page okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for the last couple of years I've been doing aerial hoop well aerial in general so um if you think like I do circus, watch in awe <laughs> It's kind of, if you go to the circus and they're on trapeze or they're on like a circle that's strung in the air, that's hoop. Um, All sorts of things, silks, um, rope. There's a variety of disciplines within aerial. I mainly do hoop. Um, I occasionally do other stuff when I can't get to my hoop class. See, and you thought gymnastics was scary and I watch you hanging upside down. See, that's much less scary. It's much less scary because you don't have to... The bit I used to hate about gymnastics... I used to love floor because you couldn't fall off the floor. I've got <laughs> no sense of straight lines. So okay. I used to, on vault quite regularly, I'd like miss it or end up underneath it. Like the amount of times <laughs> there used to be like a chain holding the vault and I've felt like a stringle before and got myself in the, like, no! between the neck and the shoulder with the chain at like oh, full God, pelt or my foot's gone there or my armpit <laughs> has gone under there. Like just all sorts of things. So I just can't run in a straight line, basically. Floor's great, you can't fall off it. I used to be scared of dismounting from the bars because yeah. I used to used to hurt my feet and I could That's feel the pressure coming through my feet so yeah. I used to get scared of dismounting and then not let go at the right time because I was scared which meant I landed really badly whereas if I'd just gone for it it'd be fine yeah. um, beam I fell off all the time because it was a straight line <laughs> repeatedly <laughs> <laughs> so actually aerial is great because okay. you don't have to work in straight lines you're either no. hanging on or sitting on being upside down doesn't scare me spinning doesn't bother me I don't really get that How did you find? How did you find out about this? Uh, One of my friends at work does. So um, one of my friends at work, Kelly, she 
does cakes as well. So we used to have cake chats. So we worked... Um, I used to work... I've got a really funny image in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to work um, taking 909 calls and she used to be one of the quality assurance people. She still is one of the quality assurance people who quality assures the 909 calls. And when she was coming down to talk to people to give them feedback, we'd end up having little cake chats about what we've been up to and what we've been doing. And she'd started doing aerial around the same time I'd started doing breaking so I also do break dance and hip hop and we'd have a little <laughs> oh I'm so gonna get a demonstration at some point <laughs> no you know you're not um and so we'd have little conversations about what cakes we've made and what modeling we've done and all that sort of thing and compare bruises because both of those things you end up with different bruises <laughs> and little videos of like oh this is what I did this week so I kind of heard about it through Kelly and I was like oh that looks really cool I'd love to have done that I wish I'd found it when I gave up gymnastics because really? I quite easily could have done it for a job. Like, hands down, I'd have loved it. But I don't think it was so widely accessible back then. I think it was a lot more niche than it is now. I think there's a lot of studios springing up where you can yeah. train if you want to. I'd quite like to see you doing sugar craft. <laughs> I mean, I think I might need to use my hands for that, but it could be well, done. Yeah. I'm, my knees. I'm just thinking it'd be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who for. It's quite a niche market. <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, where did your Sugarcraft journey begin? And mm. when did it begin? I think about 2008. So, I'd always done, obviously, some kind of, like, dance and creative stuff. But I'd also always been very arty. So, all of my pocket money when I was little went on some kind of creative things. I Can I just say things. here that Erica is younger than me? <laughs> <laughs> It. Uh, I had like glitter pens, sequins, clay, oh. FIMO, like there was every single Christmas. The that, same stuff you still got in your kitchen yes, now. I still have it. Um, at the back of the Argus catalogue, there used to be about two or three pages of little kits that you could buy, and yes. that was always, I'd always circle them. So it'd be like candle making or spirograph or so, you yeah. know, something like that. There'd always be like one of the little kits I'd want for something that was chemistry called. set. No, not chemistry set. It was always art. I was never really no, into yeah. science. Um, so yeah, I've always been crafty and I've always made stuff. And then when I started working, that kind of fell by the wayside a bit. And I just felt like I needed to do something a bit more creative again. I think I've been work. I started work when I, well, I left school in 2000. So I reckon about 2006. So sort of six yeah. years in of not really doing a lot of arts and crafts sort of stuff. I wanted to do yeah. something. And regularly we'd get through the door, the adult education brochures from Bexley and I'd always look through the art and craft bit like oh my god I'd love to do that there's pattern cutting and there's pottery and there's stained glass and there's all of this stuff I was like oh my god I really want to do all of these and then one day it dawned on me that actually I could do one of these <laughs> and what was I waiting for because actually there was a lot of short courses or they were only once a week and I was working shifts so um I figured out that around my shifts by the time you'd taken out school um sort of college holidays there wasn't actually a lot of weeks yeah it wasn't a year course wasn't really a year it was sort of 30 odd weeks um and then around my rotor I only worked one so if it was a daytime like a Monday day I'd only work that once in five weeks and I'd work a Monday night once in five weeks so we worked days and nights across the whole week and each one was only once in every five week rotation um so yeah I kind of figured out I could do it and I got it down to two classes that I really like the look of and that fit in well within around my shift so I'd need to take the least amount of time off and miss the least amount of weeks and it was either stained glass or sugar craft sugar flowers it was a city and guild in basic sugar flowers and I went for the sugar flowers because I thought it was something I could carry on doing at home without yeah. having to go to college endlessly if I wanted to carry on doing it 
So there was no like, oh, I love bacon. I want to make cakes. No. Yeah, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like that. It was, I want to make something again. And this is what I'm going to make because it fits around my shoes. So you kind of fell into it. I kind of fell into it. I'd always done stuff. I'd always um, had FIMO when I was a kid. Me and my friends used to make stuff. See, it's the same, isn't it? Yeah, we used to make stuff and make little brooches and badges and earrings and little models for each other. So I'd done modelling in that sense I was used to making stuff so it kind of was a bit of natural progression from that really mm. and then on that course so I started off with a basic I've got a city and guilds in basic sugar flowers um, very good and while I was on that course I learnt to cover a cake because our tutor showed us and then I did a second year of the course so um, the second year was the advanced one which was meant to be a two year course but they discontinued it the oh year that I would have started it so they had to run the second year for the people who'd started it the year before and they let new people join but they were like well it's not a qualification course you can just make what you want to make so on that course I learned to do a lot of other stuff as well and then as part of the course the city and guilds we had to find out about sugarcraft clubs in your area which is why I found out about the guild and oh. ended up joining Orpington Branch because it was in the hall where I used to go to ballet and so I knew where that was even though it wasn't oh. my local branch because <laughs> I was living in Tennessee so you've at the time. been at Orpington Guild for quite a long time then. yeah yeah I think about 2006 seven. Oh wow well I'm just going to skip to that question then because as it's kind of nicely moved on to to the guild being part of Orpington Sugarcraft what other involvement do you have in the wider guild um, so I'm a member of obviously Kent Orpington branch. Um, I demonstrate. I'm an accredited demonstrator, so I go to the other branches. They or they invite me to teach either workshops or demonstrations at their meetings. She's booked ahead of time. I am on the exhibition committee for the Region Eight exhibition. So this is every two years the region holds an exhibition. It's not as big as Cake International, but similar kind of setup. It's so fun. Yeah, it's fun. So. Now I just um, I want to ask you some just really weird questions. Um, so if you were a biscuit, what sort of biscuit would you be? Well, the first thing that's come to mind is ice gem. So let's go with that. Oh, get you. Why would you be an ice gem? Because I like an ice gem. I'm not really a biscuit person. Are you not? No, I don't really. I eat them at work because they're there. I don't ever really buy them at home. It just doesn't occur to me. No. I, I like crisps. I'm a crisp girl. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but would you bite the top of your ice gem? No, I'd bite the bottom off. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I expect that? <laughs> okay, so I will ask you, what is your favourite tool in your sugar craft box? Because we know that mine's a Dresden. Yeah, so I think favourite and the ones I use the most are probably different things. My favourite tool, I, I kind of got a bit of insight into this when we redid our kitchen. So my boyfriend redid our kitchen. It took about two years from start to finish Uh, but there was around a at least a good six month gap where we had literally no kitchen so I couldn't do any cake at all we had no work services the entire kitchen was in this room we are in now okay um there was a tap outside we used the outside tap there was nothing so I had six months of no cake hooray yeah (laughs) during that time I got rid of a lot of stuff because firstly it was in the way and secondly I was like I don't actually use this so I just need to get rid of it um, oh, I need you in my And life. that kind of streamlined a lot of things. Um, and then I was thinking, oh, if I had to rebuy stuff, how much of this would I actually rebuy? And the one thing that I would really rebuy is not even a cake tool. It's a graphics ruler by XCut. And it's a wide ruler that's got checks in it. And they measure. I believe five I own mil. one now. Yes. Thank you very much, Eric. Yeah, five mil sort of checks. 
and it's got a metal edge so you can cut against it with a scalpel and not cut into your ruler. You can use it to line things up really nicely on cakes because you can see through it so you can get things down nice and square. You can use the edge to push things straight. It's a very versatile. It's a very versatile non-cake tool. Excellent. Um, I also use scalpels quite a bit as well for cutting down my preferred option. Yeah. Um, Is there a better scalpel to use? Because I, I kind of like, I don't know, I just find that some of them aren't quite as... Yeah, I, as I buy the medical ones. I don't buy the cake ones because I find the medical ones have a thinner blade, so you don't get as much drag. Ah, so that's a good that's I, a good tip. I prefer them. What would I find in your fridge right now? So my <laughs> fridge is notoriously empty. Um, the freezer's <laughs> always packed full. The fridge is pretty poor, as Sam knows. She came around <laughs> last week to set up stuff, but I was like... Oh, haven't been shopping yet. We haven't got, got any food. Lunch. We've got to go over the road for lunch. Um, so my fridge always has lots of sauces in it. There's a variety of sauces, sort of ketchup, sweet chilli, barbecue. <laughs> oh, it's not something you can necessarily cook with. No, They're no, just no. Accompaniments. Just, just condiments, yeah. Lots of condiments. Um, Excellent. There's usually some juice. Um, there's usually cheese. Okay. There's... Um, I look forward to my cheese hopefully... and tomato sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <Plata>. <laughs> I have I have been shopping. I've bought more, but this is what is always in the fridge, even when there's nothing. Okay. Um, there's usually some kind of veg, and I have a cake shelf, which is usually well stocked. So the top shelf of our fridge is my cake shelf, which is not food that we eat. So that will be jam, butter, yep. treks, um, baking. I don't know what you call it, like solid block margarine. That's not called margarine anymore. It's called baking. Oh yes, like, like I know. The, stalk, like, but stalk I buy the stuff. old brands. Yeah. I yeah. buy the own brand stuff. Um, some of that. So a quite well-stocked cake shelf yes. and not a lot of anything else usually. No. Okay. If I've been shopping, there'll be meat, which Matt eats. I don't eat because I'm vegetarian. Um, <laughs> some yoghurt, some bread. Excellent. Yeah. I look forward to exploring later. Yeah. <laughs> you're in for a treat later, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> okay, so if you're not demonstrating mm. and uh, you're not spinning on a hoop somewhere, what else do you do? Um... I think we've kind of covered this, really. I like all sorts of crafty things, really. Um, oh, I, will... I have to say, I have admired your stained glass windows. Oh, thank you. I love them. So, yeah, I did go back and do the stained glass class. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> yes, <laughs> eventually. Yeah, a few years after I I'd, um, stopped doing the trio craft when I went back and did stained glass for a couple of years, I think. Um, so, yeah, I still do dabbling stained glass sometimes. Uh, I'm learning to paint at the minute. So this oh, is yeah. my sort of resolution. I've bought this book, which is 15-minute watercolours. And it's little 15-minute projects. And the idea was to do one a night. I know that's not going to happen. I've probably done two a week, realistically. But that's kind of out upstairs. And is that to paint watercolour or is that to transfer onto icing? It's to transfer onto icing, but I liked the style of the pictures in the book, so that's why I chose that. Um, Because they're lots of little standalone motifs or little scenes. I was like, actually, this is the kind of thing I'd paint. I wouldn't want to paint a whole landscape or a person or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. i want something small that would either fit oh. on a biscuit or inside of a cake um or oh. as a topper so oh, okay that is what i'm trying see to that is that quite interests me because uh, i am down to do a demo or a workshop yeah. for our guild um in june and i have just got all my stuff ready oh. to uh to prep some painting so yeah, yeah that'd I'm, be interesting i'm learning to paint slowly um yeah so will i be. i sew sometimes but only usually when i want there's something i need to make so it's not at the minute um i do dance so breaking usually i try sometimes to go to hip-hop and ballet to do ballet when i was a child i still do ballet sometimes do you yeah and jazz 
Oh my goodness. You're I'm good. learning lots yeah. about Erica. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit surprised, aren't you? I am, it's I am. Bit, it's a bit <laughs> elegant for me. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, trying to picture the ballet versus break and stuff. See, ballet's the foundation of most dance. So if you've done ballet, then you can get most things. Same right. as jazz, they're quite sort of foundation. So even though the style is not necessarily the same. Once you've got the idea, yeah, you then can you can transfer. transfer. It's transferable. Yeah. That yeah. sounds quite good. Yes. Is there anything else that you would like to add to your aura? testimonial whatever mm, I don't know at the moment so I've Little Whisk is my cake business um, I don't have a massive amount of orders at the moment because I'm doing mostly teaching I have got some orders but they're I've got a lot more teaching work so it's workshops and demonstrations I'm also doing my own classes which are nice and local in Welling um, I'm teaching Royal Icing Essentials I've got dates booked up till I think it's April for that how long has Little Whisk <clears throat> been going Oh, now you're asking. I, had to look. I know we, we talked about this the other day and I had to look back at my Instagram to see when I first posted. I was like, oh, it must be then. Um, and I've forgotten already when that was. So hang on one moment and let me have a look. It's just rack your brains. Yeah. The trouble is you post so many pictures actually to try and find your way all the way back. Yeah, it takes some time. It takes ages. Yeah. <coughs> I know it's been at least a couple of years. It might be it's been longer more than, than four. I yeah. don't know thing is when it started up it's only ever been a part-time thing it's never been my full-time job so it might feel like I've not done a lot and that might have taken up months or it might feel like I've done loads and that's taken up a couple of weeks because it's kind of fits and starts 29th of April 2016 was my first post wowza so four years that's not bad going is it no and before that I made um cakes for friends yeah as presents basically I didn't sell I quite like the way that we've gone from um, Little Whisk and Cake Innovations meets the Sugar Graph Junkies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Cake Innovations was Sam's shop and it's her, her business. And without the cakes. <laughs> <laughs> just you currently then. Yeah, it's just, it's just me pottering around. Um, yeah. Sending emails. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's fine. It's fine. Sometimes you just need that break. Yeah. You need that break and, you know, I'll come back to it when yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Or maybe not because, yeah. you know. See, I do like, to, I like doing cakes, but I prefer being around people. I think I'd find it too lonely doing just that stuff. I really, really enjoy the sharing, the teaching, mm. the, the the other side, the flip side of yeah. cake. I really enjoy at workshops seeing what other people have made. Like, yeah. you can give them an idea or a technique and then they go off and sort of develop it in their own way. That's what I love is when you see everyone's had everyone's had the same instruction. They've all had the same equipment yeah. and the same materials and yet they've made all different things. How they've been inspired yeah. by you. Or by other yeah. things as well. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's rewarding. I think mm, that that that's is... That's what I really enjoy seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And seeing people make stuff that they, they didn't <laughs> think they could make as well. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, we've been chatting for ages. We have, So yeah. we're going to take a little break. And then we will uh, wrap Bring it. up I need, with a I need, couple of I need sessions. A drink. I need a drink. Yeah. <laughs> right. See you in a sec. <laughs> Bye. Right, well, we're back after our little tea break. And we're going to tell you all about our ones to watch. Things that have appeared in our feeds and we think they look really cool or really good. And you should go and check them out. So, Erica... Yes. <laughs> Am I going first? So my one to watch this episode is how to cake that, Otch Cakes. Um, 
This I'm, is... I'm really keen on them. I'm really keen on this. Yeah, so Sam didn't know about this lady. We showed we showed her in the tea break. Yeah. Um, it's a lady called Jennifer. She's based in the USA. Jennifer, I'm sorry, I don't know what your surname is, so I can't <laughs> give you any more information than that. But her company is called How to Cake That dash Och Cakes. So not How to Cake It, that's someone else. No, she's um, really she's how to innovative, cake that. She's she? very innovative. Um, you can find her on Instagram or she's got her own website or Facebook page. If you search for how to cake that or search for Och Cakes, it will come up. Um, she has created a load of things, including edible cellophane, which you can have the firm cellophane or the bendy cellophane. There's magic gummies. There's an edible rice clay, an edible rice rubber. She makes all sorts of amazing things. The um, lettuce I've been having a go at making this week is from a tutorial of hers on YouTube. She's got an awful lot of YouTube videos where she shows techniques for free, which is great. And if you want the recipes, you then click through to her Etsy shop and buy them, which is fair enough because she's spent a lot of time, I would imagine, um, creating these recipes and getting through the ingredients for them to try and refine them as well as you can. So yeah, it's really, I really, really innovative, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I have no objection to paying for recipes from someone for something like this because they've spent a lot of time and effort figuring out exactly what needs to go into them. Yeah, the YouTube tutorials are really, really good. Um, a lot of it's faux food, um, but not necessarily in the way that you'd expect. So she'll make the container, like a TV dinner, and she's made the, the container for it. And yeah. there's a lot of things she's done with her edible rice clay, so flexible pine leaves. She's done chocolate brownies that are like roses. And you could see how you could transfer that into using different things. Yes. It doesn't have to be around faux food. It's, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of applications for it. Um, her latest um, innovation is she's made, pot- she says potato chips, so they're crisps to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, good not point. Not a bag of chips. Uh, they are crisps. Um, so she's made them from wafer paper, and they actually look like she just opened a packet of walkers and put them on the desk. They mm, look fantastic. fantastic. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. So she is my one to watch, so go and check her out. Well, my one to watch this week is Vicky Tether from the Yellow Bee Cake Company. So I'd heard of the Yellow Bee Cake Company, but I didn't really know a lot. The the little creations that she makes, we were looking at some little avocados, weren't we, earlier? Yeah. And we were looking at her little animals that she, that she makes. And yeah, she's got some fantastic classes as well that she's... Um, I know she's doing some at Zoe's Fancy Cakes. She's got a pirate ship. And yes, that was lovely. So that's like a open book. Yes. But an old sort of Treasure Island type book with a... Yeah. big pirate ship with yeah. the sails and everything yeah. on it and a model and she's got this fantastic book that she has just launched on the 31st of january as well called sugar art and it looks amazing mm. it's just, it, it's, i think it's one that you could just pick up and you feel like you could create something yes. from it her style is very clean and yeah. kind of a bit illustrative maybe yeah creation of your little um your lions and yeah. your seals i think they're um i think they're wonderful i think she might have had a tutorial in one of the sugarcraft magazines she's got a tutorial that's going around facebook at the moment which is showing um all different um, hairstyles oh, um so and i've recently just posted it on to the gravesend guilds page so yeah. you can flip there and i will have a I look will have a look well that's it from us for this episode we would like to thank you all for listening and hope you've enjoyed our first podcast we'd love it if you'd give us a five-star review on itunes and we'll link everything that we've mentioned in the show notes um you might be able to hear in the background it's just started hailstoning so that's what the noise is um if you are launching any exciting new sugarcraft products please send us the details and we'd love to discuss them the email is the sugarcraft junkies at gmail.com and you can also follow us on instagram at the sugarcraft junkies 
We'll be back on the 11th of March when we'll be talking all things royal icing. And we hear from Sam after her trip to the Cape Professionals Conference. Mm. Mm, see if I chip a nail. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you then. <laughs> Bye. Bye.